Hi, I'm Linda. And I'm Craig. And this is the Indie Travel Podcast at IndieTravelPodcast.com. This is our guide to Christchurch, New Zealand. Christchurch is known as the Garden City, and it's the largest city in the South Island of New Zealand. It's also the second largest city in the country, which many people don't know because they think it's Wellington, which is our capital, which is very, very small comparatively. <laughs> <laughs> it sure is. Well, Christchurch is a beautiful place to visit because it's located both near the coast and also the mountains. It kind of straddles the plains in between the two. And it's also well known for the prevalence of gardens, um, massive parks right throughout the city. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Its English heritage is very apparent. There's the cathedral right in the middle of the city, which watches over the main square. And there's the River Avon, which is, yes, named after Shakespeare's Avon. And it snakes through the centre of the city. Christchurch is really easy to get in and out of. It's got an international airport here, and it's one of the two places that people are likely to arrive when they get into New Zealand. Yeah, and if they're coming from Auckland to the South Island, you'll either arrive in Picton or in Christchurch. Yeah. Today we're recording in Hotel So, which is right in the middle of Christchurch. Hotel So is also a sponsor today for the indie travel podcast Christchurch City Guide. And it's one of our favourite hotels in New Zealand. And the world. And the world. <laughs> we really, really like Hotel So. Yeah. You might have heard us raving about them <laughs> previously. The <laughs> yeah. Every time we come down to Christchurch, we end up here. So what makes it interesting is that the rooms are really, really small and compact, but they've put a lot of effort into really making the room into an experience. Mm-hmm. Like, it feels, it feels really good, and it's also good for the environment. Yeah, that's right. The energy consumed in each room is already lower than anything else in the market, which is pretty cool. It's amazing. But each room is loaded with features. You've got uh, mood lighting, which is uh, lots of fun, Uh, free Wi-Fi, you've got air conditioning, there's a flat screen TV, and um, the hotel itself has heaps of social areas. So there's um, there's a kitchenette, there's a lounge, there's a bar, there's gym, there's a sauna, and it's all-inclusive with the price. Yeah, which is really cheap. It's only 69 bucks for a double, which is a very good price for a hotel. That's in the a of the city. great starting point. Now, that's New Zealand dollars. That's a lot closer to like 35 US dollars a night for a double room, which is not bad at all. So, hotels are efficient, sustainable, and affordable. Basically, the best of all worlds. Yes, and thanks to them for sponsoring the City Guide. On to the fact box. Okay, well, the name is Christchurch in New Zealand. It's located on the east coast of the South Island with about 370,000 people. Language is English, although in New Zealand we do have a couple of other official languages. Everyone just speaks English. It's known for its gardens, the River Avon, and is a jumping off point for Antarctic expeditions. The temperatures range from 12 to 23 degrees in summer and about 2 to 12 degrees in winter. Yeah, unlike Auckland, which is really muggy, Christchurch seems to have a dry heat and a dry Mm. cold. So um, it doesn't, well, when it swelters, it's because of real heat, not because of humidity. It has been known to snow here as well. I mean, we were here a couple of months, a couple of years ago and it was snow, but Mm. it doesn't usually snow. No, that's quite unusual over winter. Well, airport, Christchurch International Airport, serves both uh, domestic and international flights. Mm -hmm. Price of a pint is about five to eight dollars. If you're lucky, you'll get a bottle of beer for five bucks, but usually it's more on the eight dollar side. Mm-hmm. Price of a dorm bed is about twenty to thirty dollars, and the price of a public transport ticket is two dollars eighty for one trip or four twenty for an all day pass. That's all good. Uh, we'll talk more about transport soon. Um, the layout of Christchurch. Well, there's the central city, and it's laid out in a grid which surrounds Cathedral Square. Uh, some of the roads are one way, which 
as we've found, <laughs> makes driving through the city a bit tricky. Yeah, we just, always get lost. It's like fingers crossed and trust the GPS. Yes. Um, but if you're walking around, it's really pedestrian friendly because it's right. small, it's compact, and there's lots of pedestrian-only areas. Mm. It's very um, flat as well. It's a good it's a good place to cycle. So if mm. you get a bike and cycle around, it's a really good way to do it as well. Yeah, um, we're only about what we're here in in hotel, so it's on Cashel Street. It's five minutes walk away from Cathedral Square, which might be considered the the centre of town, and that's only twenty minutes away from the airport. So that gives you an idea of how how compact is everything very compact, is. Yeah. If you drive to the southeast, you'll hit the Port Hills, which are the gateway to the port town of Littleton, and about a short bus ride east is New Brighton Beach. Yeah, and down over the Port Hills, which you were just talking about there, is Akaroa. Yeah, that's a bit um, further around, because you don't have to go through the Port Hills to get there. You can mm, that's true, but that's a beautiful little town there, um, an old French settlement from when the European colonial powers were trying to divvy out New Zealand. It's gorgeous. It's really, really it's nice. It's lovely. Now, should we talk about accommodation yes, in Christchurch? Let's, well, obviously, Christchurch being a rather, well... Rather small city by international standards. <laughs> big for New Zealand. Come on, give us some grace. <laughs> it has a range of accommodation options. So you've got the basic, you've got the high range. And we looked around a few hostels last time we were here, and there are some really quirky, interesting hostels around. Mm. I quite like the jailhouse hostel, which is um, in an old prison. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you can go get locked up and locked up in jail for the night in New Zealand, and you pay for the privilege. Yay. <laughs> Very strange. Um, there was also the... I'm trying to remember the name the of it. The Old Country House. Old Country House. That was nice as well. That was all lovely wooden wooden houses, um, small dorm rooms, and uh, nice gardens around the outside. Although you can book through Hostel Bookers and Hostel World, many hostels in New Zealand are affiliated with BBH, which is Budget Backpacker Hostels, I think. So buying a BBH card will probably save you money in the long term. Mm-hmm. It's similar to a YHA card, but it is only valid in New Zealand for the BBH hostels. They um, publish a yearly brochure which lists all of their affiliated hostels, and you should pick up one of those at the first BBH hostel you stay at. Yeah, and uh, the BBH book also has uh, reviews, like user reviews right the way through it. So it's kind of like the internet on paper. Yeah, it's kind of a strange system because the way they do their ratings is really weird. Our friend runs a hostel down in Dunedin and it's a very strange system. But, you know, you can use that to give, a, give yourself a guide to um, which hostel you might want to stay at and which one you might want to avoid. Yeah, well, in the mid-range, obviously, our uh, sponsor today, Hotel So, stands out as easily the best value for money. I'd say so. Um, and, yeah, we're not just saying that because they're sponsoring the guide. Um, we do our research first and find sponsors second. Yeah, you, I mean, you must have heard us talking about them in the past when we had the spaceship. We, we came and visited some friends here and had a look at one of their rooms and just totally loved it. We loved the concept. So, And it really is good value. You've got the good good bedrooms and you've got all the other facilities which we really like but that said there are a wide range of motels located right throughout the city suburbs and lots of hotels in town um so yeah you'll find stuff that's right in the middle of town Mm -hmm. and christchurch has suburbs with massive malls the biggest shopping malls in new zealand and they just yeah spread out from the center city yeah as you're driving into town along uh, Papinui Road and Beely Ave, there's just motels lining the streets. So you'll see them, and they've always got signs outside advertising special rates. Mm-hmm. You can also get um, cheaper rates on sites like whatif.com, which seems to list almost every hotel in the city. <laughs> yep. um, but just make sure that you're looking at a hotel that's in the right location for you. Yeah, whatif.com is a good site for New Zealand and Australia mm-hmm. um, in the same way that lastminute.com is really good in, um, in Europe and the UK. Mm-hmm. That's um, W-O-T-I-F.com. Yeah. 
Um, thinking about food, well, um, food in New Zealand is multicultural, thanks to our huge amount of immigration. Definitely. I mean, we're quite a new country. We just celebrated our 170th birthday this year, uh, actually ha- this month. Happy birthday. Yes. <laughs> um, so, and basically everyone's an immigrant. Even the Maoris arrived only about 1,000 years ago, and then the Europeans came about 200 years ago. And we just had lots and lots of people come. So our, we don't really have a national cuisine. We just kind of take bits from everything. So if you drop into a food court in one of the shopping centres, you'll have a choice of what Chinese, Indian, Thai, sushi, fish and chips, kebabs, sandwiches, McDonald's, KFC, everything, you know. It's really good. It's really interesting. Yeah, well, I mean, Kiwis tend to eat a small breakfast at home. Um, You know, lunch is reasonably light, a pie or a sandwich. Mm, Pies. We should talk about pies. Now, pies... (laughs) are very important to know about because it's quite a typical kiwi lunch. You just drop into a bakery and you choose a pie, and they've usually got 10 or 12 options. We usually get steak and cheese, but bacon and egg is also good. You can also get mince. And there's also quite often some more adventurous options, like maybe roast roast lamb and mint or um, chicken teriyaki or, you know, all sorts of interesting mm. things. So, yeah, but it's a, it's a savoury pie. It's not mm. like a dessert, sweet, sickly thing. It's, yeah, it's... Dinner in a pastry. Yes, oh, it's so good. So you, you take it outside. You take it should set you back about three to four dollars, depending on where you're getting it. Get some tomato sauce and yeah, sit on the park bench and enjoy it with a can of LMP, mm. which is a kiwi soft drink, which you should definitely try. Yep, lemon and pie roller. I guess it's it's not really like anything else, is it? It's, it's, it's <laughs> like a lemonade, but it's um, yeah. got a more interesting flavour to it. Yeah, much more. Um, if you are looking to uh, to budget your way around Christchurch, then picking up some food in the supermarket for lunch is normally a very good choice. Definitely. Pack and save the cheapest. It's bright yellow, so you can't miss it. Or the next one up is Countdown, which is similar prices, but with a different range of food. Mm-hmm. Um, now, right throughout Christchurch Centre, as we were just walking through it, there's heaps of cafes mm-hmm. with um, designer sandwiches and all sorts of different light meal options. Yeah. Um, in the evening, there's heaps of restaurants open up. And, um, yeah, different bars. You can get bar food in uh, most of the pubs and bars. Yeah. And there's also vendors in Cathedral Square and in other places like outside the art centre. So if you want a baked potato mm. or something like that. Yeah, think of the art centre. Ducks Deluxe down there is a really oh, good pub. Yeah, really, really nice, nice in the evening. One thing to think about if you're British, kebabs are not just drunk food here. We have them for, uh, for lunch, for dinner. They're perfectly acceptable. You don't have to be drunk to eat them. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's move on to our transport. Now you've brought up the subject of alcohol. and um, <laughs> Christchurch's uh, transport is really quite good compared with all of the other urban areas in New Zealand. Let's not talk about Auckland. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing we like about Christchurch's public transport is that there's an integrated ticket. It's a smart ticket, like the ones in Perth and London and places like that. So you just you tag on and you tag off, and um, you just it just works out the price for you. Of course, you can pay for individual um, trips. Like we came down from Kaiapoi and we just paid a, a cash fare. But if we had a if we had a metro card, it would be a lot cheaper because it, it's a cheaper cash fare. It's two ten instead of two eighty, basically for most fares. But um, the maximum you'll pay for a day is four dollars twenty, and it'll work that out for you as you go. If you're coming in from the airport and you um, don't want to jump in a taxi or shuttle, you can catch bus 3 or 10 or 39, and it'll cost you about $7.50. And, um, yeah, there's private shuttle services and, of course, 
uh, ranks of taxis. Of course. There's also a tram which runs through the city centre, but that's more of a tourist attraction and the price really reflects, reflects that. But it's quite interesting to go on, and we'll talk about that a bit later on. Mm. If you're um, travelling around the central city, I'd actually recommend walking yeah. pretty much everywhere. You actually um, probably won't need to catch a bus unless you're going out to the beach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or up towards uh, Canterbury, Maclean's Island. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, basically, um, this, the system in Christchurch is that there's three zones, so it's one, two, and three. Most most of everything is in zone one, but if you're going very far north, like up to Kaipoi, where we were, or Rangiora, McLean's Island, then there's zone two and zone three. So if you're in zone one, one ticket costs two eighty. Going to zone two is four dollars, and going to zone three is five dollars. But I don't know if you're just going to visit Christchurch, most of what you'll be able to see is walking distance. Mm-hmm. Uh, for more information on that, metroinfo.org.nz is uh, the site for you. Mm-hmm. So let's move on to attractions. Well, free attractions. There's a lot to do for free in Christchurch, not the least of which is simply strolling around and looking at all the gardens and parks around the city. Mm-hmm. Hagley Park is located right in the city and it's really pleasant. There's, but there's also a lot more parks to choose from. Now, Hagley Park, it must be said, is huge. It is really huge. Go and look on Google Maps or Google Earth right now and look at Christchurch and that massive bit of green that takes up about a quarter of the city. That's Hagley Park. That's Hagley Park. (laughs) So you could walk across it all day if you wanted to. The city itself has a lot of beautiful old buildings to admire, including the cathedral, of course, right in the centre. And the square outside the cathedral is the heart of the city. I mean, we walked, we just walked through there on our way to Hotel So. Mm-hmm. And it was buzzing. There were yeah. markets, there, was, there were buskers, there were jugging cells. They had this huge chess set, you know, one of those life-size chess sets. Mm-hmm. That was so cool. I got caught, caught and there was a juggler and he threw the ball at me and I got caught up having to throw it back to him. Mm-hmm. And the wizard was there. Mm, the wizard. The Christchurch wizard <laughs> is an institution. Everyone who comes to Christchurch ends up seeing and remembering the wizard. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's kind of, I don't know, town crier slash magician. Um, <laughs> so he's, a, he's an unofficial city mascot, and he'll be uh, prophesying or speaking in the town, um, doing spells for the well-being of, uh, of the town outside the cathedral on his little ladder. It's, uh, it's good fun. Very good fun. Though. Apart from the square, though, which... It must be said, there is a lot going on there. Um, the cultural precinct includes many free attractions like the museum, the art centre, the art gallery, and they're all kind of centrally located. They're all walking distance from each other. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I really like it down there. I'm not much for art galleries, but it's... Mm-hmm. I, I really I, like the I art like centre, though. We've been there three or four times, and mm-hmm. it's really nice. Yeah. No, it's awesome. Well, there's a lot that goes on in Christchurch throughout the year. So thinking about seasonal attractions, and we'll start in summer, since it's summer now, December to February. It when feels we're like recording. summer today. It's amazing. Yeah, it's been pretty cold recently. Well, in summer, there's a lot of free events in Hagley Park, mostly music, but also a lot of sports and arts events. January is the International Buskers Festival, which we were lucky enough to see last time we were here a few years ago, and we also saw it up in Auckland. The buskers sit down, there's about 30 to 40 of them, and they're from all around the world, and they just kind of perform all throughout the city. They're around for two weeks, and it's just incredible. You just be walking down the street, and a busker will start up, and this huge crowd will gather, and it's magic. Yeah, it's good fun. Now, Christchurch is known as the Garden City, and um, there's a few festivals throughout the year. Probably the big two are the Festival of Flowers, which is in February, and in March there's the Ellerslie Flower Show. There's also a Lantern Festival to celebrate Chinese New Year in February and farmers' markets throughout the summer. In winter, uh, the biggest celebrations are the Arts Festival and Carnival Week. 
The Arts Festival is a collection of theatre performances. Uh, Wahoo Carnival Week is centred around the horse racing. But there's something for everyone. There's all sorts of things. I mean, it's one of those things where the horse racing is going on, but there's fashion parades and there's, you know, there's just all sorts of things going on. Mm. Now, there's an area near Christchurch called Littleton, and uh, that has a festival of lights in midwinter. Plus, I mean, there's heaps of other events throughout the year, including Fashion Week, Wine and Food Festivals, and sporting events, of course, because we New Zealanders are quite big on sports. Bethere.co.nz is a good place to go to see what's going on while you're in town. Yeah, and uh, by the time 2011 rolls around, the Rugby World Cup will be uh, in New Zealand. So if you are planning on coming down... Twenty eleven, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say, I know that um some companies I've talked to are like already running out of stuff to you know, during the Rugby World Cup wow. period. It's already booking up. So it'll be a huge party, but um start researching now. Um, well, paid attractions. I think the big one would be cycling. I mean, you're basically only paying for bike hire, so it's kind of free if you've got your own bike. Got your own bike? Why would you bring your own bike? But <laughs> um, if you can get your hands on a bike, just cycle around. Uh, you can hire bikes in the Port Hills in McLaren's Island, which we did recently. That was really fun um, for, for mountain biking. And many hostels will hire or lend you bikes to use around the city. There's also a bike tour company that'll show you around the city for a couple of hours, which mm. seems like quite a good idea. I mean, that would be a good way to see Christchurch because it, it, it's so flat. It is, yeah. And um, it's also a very good city for um, people with walking disabilities, while I think about it. Because it is so flat, um, a lot of international students that come to New Zealand um, that have disabilities come down to Christchurch because it's so accessible. Yeah, definitely. You see quite a lot of people in wheelchairs, and it's a lot easier to get around than, say, Auckland, which is quite hilly. Mm. Well, uh, Christchurch is the jumping-off point for Antarctic expeditions if you're going to fly down. And um, I know the the U.S. military and the New Zealand military work together out of a base here. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's quite appropriate. There's the Antarctic Centre, which is a really cool experience. It's maybe on the pricey side. It's about $50 um, to get in. But um, it's got an amazing amount of history of the region, and it's, yeah, an excellent museum slash interactive experience. Yeah, you get to experience what the weather's like. You get to go on one of the all-terrain vehicles. It's, yeah, it's quite interesting. Mm, yeah, they've got this big, I don't know if it's four-wheel drive, but it's it's more than four-wheel drive. It's this crazy outdoor course yeah. in the, um, the ATV, yeah. And um, we really enjoyed punting on the Avon, which I think is something you have to do if you're in Christchurch. I mean, the Avon is this piddly little river in the middle of the city. I mean, it's very nice. I'm not putting it down in any way, but it's definitely not. It's not the Thames. The tram ride is also a good introduction to the city. It takes you around the centre. And keeping with the theme of transport, the gondola up to the Port Hills gives you some spectacular views. Yeah. Now, you can buy all of those tickets individually, or you can get all three for 50 bucks, which is not a bad deal, really. That's a good combo deal if, um, if all of those things interest you. Yeah. And uh, if you're interested in history, then Ferrymead Heritage Park is worth a visit, um, and there's heaps of museums. Yeah, I mean, there's the Air Force Museum, there's Science Alive, there's, there's all sorts of things you could do. Oh, the aquarium in Cathedral Square also has a kiwi house, and so does wild, uh, Willowbank Wildlife Reserves. So if you're interested in kiwis, we saw them on the TV last night, they're so cute. <laughs> they are. Um, yeah, it's unlikely you're going to find one in the wild, because they are uh, on the very endangered side of endangered well, thinking about guidebooks, uh, as we begin to wrap this show up, um, Christchurch doesn't really have that many guidebooks of its own. No, I'm, I'm sorry, Christchurch. They're, they're very thin on the ground. I mean, you can get the off- Offbeat Guide Kindle Guidebook, and you can download and print the Christchurch and Canterbury chapter of Lonely Planets New Zealand. 
And there are one or two others, but pretty much other than that, you get the best information in a full New Zealand guide with, mm. just by looking at the Christchurch and Canterbury chapter. If you're only going to the South Island, uh, Loading Plan also has a South Island guide. And, of course, all of the big guidebook companies have a New Zealand guide, you know, from as Loading Plan at Rough Guides, yep. everything. So, I mean, it's a pity, but I suppose most people coming to Christchurch are also seeing a bit more of New Zealand, so mm. it's a good idea to get the full guide. Yeah, I was looking on the, um, the iTunes store for an app. Um, there were none of, none of the free guides that are available as we record, I'd recommend, and the, um, the paid ones, a lot of them look like repurposed wiki content. Mm. So um, there's, to be honest, there's nothing I'm recommending that I've seen uh, from the iTunes store, which is a shame. Maybe it's yeah. time to go write one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, what about your favourite memory in Christchurch? We've been here a few times. What's your favourite memory of your time in Christchurch? It's tough. I, I like lazy summer days. I like, um, I guess, when the busking festival was on, oh, yeah. um, walking around Cathedral Square and um, walking down to the Arts Centre, you know, mm-hmm. crossing the Avon over the little bridge, following the tram lines down there, uh, having a beer at, Bucks De, uh, at Ducks Deluxe, and um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, say that name. And um, yeah, watching some crazy Japanese buskers. Yeah. Um, oh, they were amazing, weren't they? That was awesome. that was good fun. Apart from that, um, something we haven't talked about is the uh, the Waimakariri River oh, that yeah. runs um, up to the north of Christchurch, and doing some um, some salmon fishing in not the river there. Anything. Not that I caught anything. That's probably why it's not my most favourite memory. <laughs> How about you? Favourite memory? Oh, I really yeah, I'm the same. I really like just hanging around in Christchurch. I like the buskers. Festival. I love just just now, just walking through Cathedral Square and feeling everything pumping. And you know, a tourist stopped me to ask if I could take a photo, and I got caught up in the juggling. And there was the wizard, and there were people playing chess. It was just it was just really nice. Mm-hmm. But another one that I, I really like is that um, last time we were here, we got a spaceship and headed off to the South Island. So just going in there and getting the spaceship and the, the beginning of the new adventure was really fun. Yeah, that was that was very good fun. Especially because we just got back from overseas. And it was the beginning of our big New Zealand adventure, mm. rediscovering New Zealand after three years away. So that was really cool. Yeah. Well, where to next? Um, the, the South Island of mm. New Zealand. I would um, recommend um, getting hold of a car here if you haven't been driving one already. Mm-hmm. And um, I kind of recommend a figure eight trip that goes down the East Coast, mm-hmm. um, down to Dunedin, down to the Catlins region, um, passing through Bluff and Invercargill, heading up the Milford Sound, come back down, jump into Queenstown, Wanaka, out to the west coast again to Fox Glacier, Franz Joseph, up around Westport or back across on Arthur's Pass, um, back to Christchurch and then up the east coast to Kaikoura and the wine districts up around Marlborough, Nelson. There's so many cool things to do in the South Island. I've just been talking to a lot of my students who keep going, Linda, Linda, tell me about the South Island. So we've been looking at the maps recently and there really is a lot of cool things to do. I mean, Christ, uh, Queenstown and Wanaka are beautiful and the glacier is definitely worth a visit. And there's lots of cool geological features like the pancake rocks and murky boulders. Mm-hmm. So it's just wonderful. Yeah. Um, if you're leaving by plane, you can get to any regional centre in New Zealand and um, frequent flights are up into Southeast Asia uh, over to Australia and the occasional one heading the other direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can it's, it's an international airport so you can get from here to Australia Singapore, Japan, Pacific Island nations and of course you know, Auckland, Wellington, Christ, uh, Auckland, Wellington as well um, Yeah, you can also drive north from here if you want to 
drive to the North Island and catch the ferry from Picton, which is, I definitely recommend it. I yeah. really like the ferry. That's good fun. Well, before we finish, I want to say uh, thanks to our sponsor once more. Our sponsor today has been Hotel So. Oh, tell me that So stands for nothing. <laughs> S-O, nothing. Okay. S-O, nothing, no. Okay. Well, I think in time it will be synonymous with the coolest, most eco-friendly hotel group in the world because they really are cool. They are. They're good fun. Uh, one thing I like is the Wi-Fi just mm-hmm. works. Yeah. You don't need to find a password. You don't need to log in. Just come in, sit down at the bar, open your laptop. It's wonderful. I mean, they're just such good service. I mean, and they're quite big at 283 rooms. They're the single, second biggest hotel in South Island. But I think they provide the best value for money in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Well, thanks, Hotel So. And uh, this has been the Indie Travel Podcast Guide to Christchurch, New Zealand. For more, come and check us out at IndieTravelPodcast.com. That's us for this week. Until next week, travel well.